Welcome to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you believe that there is more to life than what you see right now and you want to find out more, listen in as her guests share their journey and their extraordinary experiences. Now, here is your host, Rhonda Grant. Welcome. I am so pleased that you have joined us. My name is Rhonda Grant, and you may access all of my podcasts at rhondagrantauthor.com. The gorgeous theme song for the Rhonda Grant show, Sun on the Water, composed by John Park Wheeler. I'm so pleased that you've downloaded my podcast, the first of many to come. For my first episode, I'm excited to have Cameron Steele, the owner of CTR Network, to interview me. Welcome, Cameron. Hey, Rhonda. Thanks for having me on your show. It's, uh, it's awesome to be here, and it's awesome that you are doing a podcast with us on our platform. I really appreciate that, and uh, uh, it's, uh, it's been a, it's, I know it's been a journey for you, and uh, I think that the people that are listening to this podcast will really enjoy uh, what you've got to say and uh, all the information that you have. So thank you for inviting me on your show. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So, you know, because this is an interview with you, I, you know, we've got a couple of questions and I'm going to have many more questions uh, about what you do and stuff like that. So I, I think one of the first questions I'd like to get to is, is um, what can you've, you've got this book called magical forces within and extraordinary discoveries in an ordinary life. And uh, I love the cover of this book. And if you haven't seen the cover of this book, go to rondagrantauthor.com. Uh, it's really a very, it, it's a very peaceful cover to the book. I, I, I have to tell you that. Uh, Thank you. Uh, so let me ask you, though, because everybody's got a story about what they're doing and, and why they're doing it. And um, to me, uh, I, I just really I want to kind of know uh, what compelled you to write this book, Magical Forces Within? What was the like you just you wake up one day and go, oh, you know what, I'm going to write a book. Uh, or was it something that you've been kind of simmering with like many people do and many authors, they simmer with the idea and then all of a sudden they, they go, yeah, okay, I got it. What was your, what's your story? Well, it wasn't that simple, actually. It was, uh, I had a car crash, not on purpose. I was T-boned at uh, 50 miles an hour, 55 miles an hour, and uh, it took the jaws of life to get me out of the vehicle, and I was transported to hospital. So this, the reason I'm telling you that is that was my pivotal moment. And during my recovery, well, first of all, I didn't have a scratch or a broken bone or anything. Mm-hmm but I did have trauma. I had trauma, I hit my head on the seat rest. And I had trauma from the seatbelt, which uh, exposed a lot of not very nice bruises over my course in my recovery. But after my recovery, I began waking up early in the morning. And I had these ideas in my head, and I just started to write. And at the time, I didn't know I was writing a book, I was just following an instinct, or uh, more importantly, a calling. And so it occurred to me a few weeks later, that uh, I was writing a book. And I didn't know at the time that magical forces were within was being birthed, but that's exactly what I was up to. And, and, and how did and, and so what was your I mean, you know, a background for you that people don't know is that you're an entrepreneur, the founder and a business owner, 
uh, coach, you work with people who become, who have, uh, seeking out your guidance. And I mean, you've got a plethora of information. So in the idea of writing this book and, and realizing, oh yeah, there's a book here. What was your next steps? Like, I mean, because in all, I mean, it, it's really, it's, it's very interesting. And I, I find authors very interesting because my wife is an author as well. And Fantastic. we just talked about this the other day about her writing her book. And, and I said, well, maybe you just need to dedicate like two hours a day or one hour a day. And, and, you know, I can hear authors laughing at me right now. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> you know, when you get inspired to write, you just start writing, you know, you can't dedicate a time to it. So it's like, oh yeah, oh, that's true. You know, so no. did you have, what was it like for you? Because this is your first book, right? It's my, it is my first book. Yeah. Um, it was such a wonderful experience because I was, um, because I was getting up early every single morning and writing, uh, it was almost because I was being called to write, I was really in the essence of who I was and the creativity first thing in the morning is what I tapped into. And it was a tapping into some of the material in my book. Um, you know, some people call it a download, mm -hmm. but it, it was just there for me. It was in the field. And I think, uh, this type of information is, is sometimes there. And if you're opened and you're sitting at your computer and some of the stuff was coming, you know, into my brain so quickly uh, mm -hmm. that I had to type really fast to record it. Wow. So uh, for editing, yes, you can set aside time for writing uh, this type of writing and, and maybe for all types of writing, I'm unsure. Uh, it really needed, uh, I really needed to have that time that was sacred to me, that I was able to uh, lay down uh, the types of things that uh, I had. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Right. Now, uh, in this book, these, the, this, this book, uh, you know, you talk about the symbols, the warnings and the insights uh, that can be solved through the mysteries in life and through your own, through a person's own destiny. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you talk about the mystical realm of ethereal forces, uh, prophecy, intuition, serendipity, energy, ghost, deja vu, synchronicity, ESP, angel forces. Uh, it's really, it's really a wide uh, and thought provoking, uh, inspiring book. So to you, um, do you have like a, an inner guide that you listen to? Do you, I mean, does it like, where does this information for you come through and how does it come through it? Do you see it as words in your head or does it just flow through your fingers? Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, there's so many different avenues that we could take here. Yes. And I think that, uh, I mean, these are really good questions because I think that, um, for me, and maybe for a lot of people, it comes sort of to you in an energy that some people call intuition, mm -hmm. or in the gut, gut feeling. And somehow it translates to the English language. But what I found is that the more centered I was, the more I meditated um, after this crash, the more uh, these types of um, uh, things came to me. And, and one of the interesting uh, parts of uh, some of these uh, energetic forces 
is um, precognition and precognition dreaming, where you dream of something and by goodness, it happens. Mm -hmm. And it almost feels, ma it, well, it feels magical. Some of the mm -hmm. stuff feels magical. Mm. And, and but I, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I think that a lot of people um, have uh, these, you know, uh, they're referred to sometimes as special abilities. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have them. They don't talk about them. They don't know that other people, some people have them, some people don't. Mm -hmm. And they mostly don't talk about them because some people who don't have these uh, special feelings, uh, they don't understand them and they don't believe in them. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter, matter whether you believe in them or not. They, they're still happening. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a that's a good point because some people would argue, well, if you believe in something, then it's going to be that that if you believe what you believe, yeah, and that's true. But other people would think, well, just because you believe it doesn't mean that it's true. You know what I mean? Yes. And so, how do you address that kind of, that kind of statement? What's your what's your? Um, oh well, I. Well, I, I love that. Um, I have a, you know, we all have friends and I have a friend that uh, is a colleague uh, of mine mm -hmm. and uh, she doesn't believe in, in this stuff at all mm -hmm. until uh, we started talking and she actually has uh, a testimonial in my book that uh, it does happen to her, but she was not in the presence of mind to recognize pull connections mm -hmm. and, um, and uh, to realize that it is happening, happening in her life. She's just not recognizing it. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I finished my book or right before I finished my book, there's two or three incidences that I had brought to her attention that she had talked to me about that definitely they're happening in her life. And so now she pays more attention, but unless you know what to look for um, and how to make these connections, um, you might not, you might not see that they are. And you know, right. um, the first part of my book uh, is a series of stories. And I reached out to a good friend of mine in North Carolina, uh, Michelle Joyce, who helped me with those first stories. And um, when I after I had my accident, I had a different I had it like an enlightenment. And I was able to look back over my past. And and see those connections and write about those connections. Mm. So sometimes, um, you know, you need a, you don't, I'm not going to say you need an accident, but you know, the universe will keep um, uh, sending you messages. Um, it'll be subtle in the beginning mm -hmm. and then there'll be big messages until you do wake up or become enlightened. Mm -hmm. And, and then that's when you really start walking your journey. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like that. And, you know, one of the things that as you're talking about this and you're talking about your friend, Michelle Joyce, one of the things that comes up for me is I think to me, a lot of people, I, I believe that a lot of people have these experience. I think everybody has these experiences where they're kind of mystical. They're, they're like, oh, that was interesting. Or some people would say, oh, that was just a coincidence or, coincidence, or, yeah. you know, that, I mean, coincidences are a big one because it all, it happens for everybody. In fact, just this morning in our email exchange, I had emailed you a question and, yes. and you said, oh, by coincidence, here you go, you know, here, so it yes. just little things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I wonder though, if it's, if, you know, one of the things that, that people get all kind of 
strange about when it comes to talking about this kind of stuff is the verbiage. When you say intuition or oh, you yes. say serendipity or you say energy or you say ghost or deja vu or synchronicity or ESP, all of a right. sudden people's minds go, oh, that's kind of strange. What am I, you know, you're kind of weird. You know? Yeah, But when I in know. fact, when in fact, it's not, it, it is just the verbiage because I think the secret to all that we need to do to bring this into a, into a realization that everybody has these experiences is somehow changing the verbiage to reflect because this would be, this would not be, this subject would not be considered mainstream, but if we could change the verbiage to reflect mainstream, more people would go, Oh yeah, no, I need to look at this. Yeah. And the thing is, is that uh, they uh, do studies on, uh, on um, these special abilities. Mm -hmm. And for me, uh, you know, somebody says, okay, well, um, if you know those, those things, why don't you tell me, uh, whatever, but I'm not mm -hmm. a clairvoyant and I can't make these abilities happen because you asked me to make them happen. They happen throughout the day. They happen throughout my life. Right. But there is some studies that are going on, actually. Uh, Dean Radin, who's the um, chief uh, scientist at the Noetic Institute, uh, he is uh, studying people who have uh, these abilities, and uh, it's incredible because mainstream science does not recognize them, but uh, again, it doesn't mean that they're not happening, and so uh, they're being studied, and um, I guess it's overwhelming um, the stats on it. Mm. And and so those those... Those kind of studies, I think, would make a difference. I think where people get lost, too, is that when you say, oh, I talked to the other side. Oh, yes. You know, people say things like that, and you say, I talked to the other side, and they're like, oh, well, how do we know yeah, the I other side I exists, you know? Yeah, I don't understand that part of it. Um, yeah. I, I don't, uh, I really don't it's understand. It's a difficult one for people. It's a difficult it one for people, you know? It is. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, when you say, you know, when we talk about metaphysical topics, fulfilling prophecies or ESP angelic forces uh, or energy workers, there, there is a, there is something about that. You go, okay, I can relate with that because intuition, serendipity, um, deja vu, deja vu happens to everybody. Now, oh, yes. now what's your explanation of deja vu? Do you have, uh, do you have kind of a belief for yourself of what deja vu is? Cause everybody says, Oh, deja vu. It feels like I've been here before, but, I wasn't. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know? what it is. And um, so, and I write about deja vu. I had, do have a chapter in Magical Forces Within regarding deja vu. And it is, um, it's a feeling that comes to you. Actually, the aura can actually change. And it's almost like uh, your uh, mind has went out ahead of you. Um, but the feeling is outside a common reality, like our reality. Now we're sitting and we're chatting. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden something happens. Um, you get a feeling there could be an aura with it and you go, by goodness, I just really feel that I've lived this before, or I've heard that before, or I've been here before. And there's no reason rhyme or reason whatsoever that uh, you can put, put that you can put your finger on, and that is what people see as deja vu. Now, years ago, they had a sitcom 
mm-hmm. where they repeated on television, where they repeated episodes of sitcoms from 40 or 50 years ago, and they called that series Deja Vu. But that's not Deja Vu. Deja Vu is not seeing something and then seeing it again. Deja Vu is not realizing that you have been somewhere or seen someone or that conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where did it come from? Is it because you have past lives? Who knows what what it means, but I I do have a chapter on that. It's a very interesting subject. Yeah, I've always liked the whole deja vu thing. And, and, you know, I'm 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 a bit of a conspiracy theorist. You know, yes. And uh, I saw the Matrix. The first time I saw the Matrix, uh, you know, years and years ago, they had a deja vu moment in there where they had it, where they in the movie, they explained it, you know, where he saw the cat and then he saw the cat again. And then they said, what did you just see? And it was a glitch (laughs) in the system. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that's funny. It's, It's just funny way of explaining deja vu. There's a glitch in the system. And then you yeah. know, over the years, you see these videos of people posting things where there's glitches, you know, and, yes. and you're like, well, that's interesting. You know, what, what is going on there? I mean, I, I just watched a video recently where there was two cars driving down the road and they both looked like they hit a, 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 an invisible wall. And, oh. and it was a CCTV camera. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. How'd that happen? You know, I mean, who knows what videos can be manipulated in so many different ways. So you can't believe every video you see out there. And I, yeah, that's right. But because you, the bottom line is, I think at the end of the day, with all this stuff that you talk about, I think that you have to trust your gut. And that's the, that's one of the main, that's one of the main blocks for a lot of people, because I, I feel like when we trust our gut, it's, it's a challenge because you don't know if that's your gut or if that's your ego. How do you separate the two? If they, if they say, say, like you say, one a person walks in and say, oh, I got a feeling to buy the buy this buy this one dollar lottery ticket because I feel like I'm going to win. I just know it in my gut, and then they lose. Mm-hmm. Was that a gut feeling or was that a hopeful feeling? You know, that was yeah, that's a hopeful feeling. And so the gut, uh, the mind gut connection. Um, is, is a book that you can read about these things. And apparently in your gut are the same type of cells that are in your brain. And so well, that's fascinating. And so you have thinking, feeling cells that are sitting in your gut and actually they're sitting all over your body. But uh, the thing is, is to listen to that gut instinct. Uh, you know, when the hairs go back on, on your back, go up sort of uh, when you feel like you're going to walk into a situation that might not be great. You have to listen and pay attention to that feeling um, before your brain gets a hold of it because it will um, rationalize it Mm -hmm. and say, Mm -hmm. no, no, go ahead. There's nothing wrong here. But there's a whole science on that. And I just find that fascinating. So the gut feeling is actually your gut it you feel it in your gut you don't is feel that the it same as intuition though is that isn't that the same as intuition? no intuition is a feeling that comes into your body okay and to me that i i just say and it translates into whatever language you're listening to mm-hmm. and so it just has words that you just know and mm. sometimes um i don't know if this has happened to you or not cameron but you just go ah I just feel like something great's going to happen today. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. But I wonder Mm -hmm. what that is. But if you just made a record of those types of feelings, then maybe it'll answer itself later that day or later tomorrow. Um, My grandma had intuition. And that's where I first uh, knew that somebody could know something in their body before somebody told you about it. Mm. And my grandmother had these special feelings. And, um, and I was mystified with it as a child, but uh, later found out that I had many of them. Mm. Um, Some of them, you know, when you get a bad feeling about something, and you can't figure out what, where that's coming from, or where that might be can be kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when that bad something does come true. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's, that's a heightened ability to have that. That's mm. a, that's a, you know, and I, I, well, it's probably one of the things you don't know about me is that I'm very intuitive when it comes to, I, I, I do intuitive life coaching and, and stuff like that. And, uh, Fantastic. so I use my intuition and psychic abilities in that sense. I don't necessarily go by the word psychic because it no. puts it puts a limit on things where intuition I feel sometimes is more I think to me intuition is more is more um what's the word I'm looking for grounding to me I don't know if that's the word I would say yeah, but yeah it's grounding and when yeah. you are operating in life mm-hmm. where you're paying attention to these types of feelings that are coming to you and the feelings inside your body, you can't help but be successful because people feel that they resonate with that. Those messages are clear to them and they recognize it. And I just find that uh, anybody um, who has these abilities that uh, are working with people, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. it's such a gift to be able to give. It's such a gift. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you, uh, what would a person do as a daily practice? Uh, would you recommend that people do as a daily practice to get more in touch with these type of gifts, whether it's intuition or whether it's energy, whether it's their synchronicity, ESP, or even some angelic forces? What do you, what do you recommend people uh, practice with? What would be a good, a good daily thing, for, especially for non, non-starters? People don't know about this stuff, and they're listening to this podcast for the first time, and they're going... This is very interesting. I'd like to find out more, but how do I start? Yeah, and and how you start is, um, you know, you can do some reading on the subject for one thing, mm-hmm. and lots of times, of course, with it, your book, Magical Forces Within, it's, it would be a wonderful. <laughs> st- it would be a wonderful start, really. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a beginner's guide, sort of, because at mm-hmm. the end of every uh, chapter, I do. Um, ask the reader uh, to do a small meditation and think back in their life when these types of things might happen. You might not have all of them, but you might have some of the connections. Mm -hmm. But I think that reading and then it's the meditating where you go within. And I always wondered when people said, go within, well, where are you going? Where do you go in your body? And um, I think that the biggest thing is meditation. And when you sit even for 10 or 15 minutes each morning or evening, whenever you get that chance Mm -hmm. and you meditate, keep a notebook handy because it's amazing the ideas that will come to you uh, that you don't want to forget because as soon as you leave your meditation, you will forget. And I have broken a meditation and, and uh, have written down some things that I did not want to 
forget and mm-hmm. then go back into my meditation. There's mm-hmm. so many answers to questions that come through meditation. So mm-hmm. I would say meditation helps you get more centered. It mm-hmm. um, helps you get more in touch with um, energies that are there for anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, also to breathe into your heart. And when you breathe into your heart, you realize the love and the genuineness, the genuineness of yourself. And, and you can feel those cells in your body if you're really, really in touch. And, and when you get in touch at this level, uh, many magical things are going to happen. And, and we have names that we call them. And I think it's good that we call them names because uh, it's how we identify with these types of feelings. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it would be a good practice to do that every day. And of course, journaling soon. You know, if you don't break meditation to write something fantastic down, still mm-hmm. journal after the meditation because more stuff's coming. Mm. Well, this is fabulous. Uh, I have to tell you that this is really fabulous. And I, as I'm looking over your website, you've got this, some, some great information on your website. Of course, they, people can access your book on your website. Uh, it's rondagrantauthor.com. And uh, from there, you can find out all kinds of information uh, journaling, setting intentions, accountability, uh, just a plethora of information. And, uh, it's a lovely website and I would invite people to go and and check out your website. So, uh, fantastic. Um, you know, Rhonda, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show and also getting a chance to an opportunity to interview you for your premier episode. Uh, I can't wait to, have the listeners of your podcast hear more from you and uh, and really uh, open their own world to the possibilities of what you offer. Thank you very much, Cameron. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. And I'd like to shout out to Davindia, who, um, of course, uh, helped me with my website and created such a lovely place for people to come and to... Uh, learn um, can learn more about themselves by uh, taking part in some of the things that are on the website. And uh, the most uh, important thing I think with the website that I'm really looking forward to is it's they're not downloaded now, but we do have some meditations too from the book uh, that I uh, have uh, commissioned John Park Wheeler to um, compose the music for them. And uh, we have some more up our sleeves that are coming. So uh, I'm really excited for that part of it. Oh, fantastic. Well, thanks again, Rhonda. I really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you to Cameron for interviewing me. Check out uh, my next podcast for another exciting guest. Thanks very much. See you all next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhonda Grant Show with your host, Rhonda Grant. If you would like to find out more information about Rhonda and her upcoming guests and the work that she does, go to her website, rondagrantauthor.com. That's rondagrantauthor.com. 